Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special Halloween presentation of the Neverad Miscellany. We've got some spooky pieces for you this evening, guaranteed to entertain. We'll hear from some of our old uh, favorites, as well as some new characters and some new Halloween-themed stories. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Changing Hands and the Newton Performance Space for allowing us to have our event here. We are so thrilled to be able to do this sort of thing on a monthly basis now. Uh, now, I know that some of you in the audience are new to what we do here at the Neverad Miscellany. It's possible that you've walked in casually while you were looking for a book on a Monday night. It's possible that you were having a beer or a glass of wine at one of the coziest spots in town when you were told that there was an event. It's possible you've been dragged here by a friend and have no idea what's about to happen. In that case, there's some things you might want to know. We've been doing li uh, these live podcast recordings since 2019. Uh, if this is something you like, then I highly recommend checking out our past live shows or podcast episodes at neverrad.com. We're uh, doing our best to reintroduce some of our favorite characters to our new format here at the Newton, but we have a whole trove of content just waiting for you there on the website in both audio and video formats if you'd like. Uh, also, the show this evening is free of entry charge. No one has to pay a ticket fee or anything of that nature, but at the same time, putting on a production like this costs money. We currently have goals of having a second camera to improve the look of our videos and having a dedicated sound person. You'll see why that's a problem in about 60 pages. Uh, <laughs> These are less glamorous jobs, and even our closest, dearest friends who do this sort of work will not do it for free. Uh, so if you'd like to support us in our endeavors to grow and improve, please consider contributing to our project. We've got a tip jar at the front uh, here. We've also got a Patreon. That's neverad.com slash Patreon. You can make monthly contributions. We're uh, looking at uh, improving that. You can also just throw money at us at any point uh, if you want. Uh, I don't think anybody's gonna gonna argue with that. Um, <laughs> just just distract an actor by right to the face. That would be uh, paper paper bills only. No coins. Do not throw coins at anyone, please. You can put coins in the tip jar. I guess <laughs> if it, you got a pocket full of change. Uh, we'll, we'll edit the, the jangle out as you walk to the side of the stage and unburden yourself. Uh, <laughs> you can contribute uh, whatever you think that the show is worth to you. Uh, with that housekeeping out of the way, it's time that we dive into the most important part of any warm-up act for a horror sci-fi comedy podcast live recording in a space attached to a bookstore, and that is audience calibration. This is really, really easy if you haven't done it before. Just react the way that you would if you were actually experiencing the things that I describe. Thing number one. You were bitten last night and now the hunger is truly taking over. Yes, you've been zombified and now you hunger for brains. Good. No, no, wait, maybe it was a different kind of bite. It's a, it's a full moon. You, you feel yourself turning into a wolf and you need to howl. 
Wait a second, that wasn't a wolf bite at all, it was... Could it be... A vampire bite? You feel the power of eternal life surging through you, and you decide to cackle to yourself in your castle in your newly adopted Eastern European accent. You know, we'll take it. <laughs> Whatever kind of laugh you got, we'll take it. Uh, and finally, you're about to witness the greatest science fiction audio drama live show podcast recording experience available to you without getting up and going somewhere else. The Never Rad Miscellany. <laughs> We did have some uh, last-minute recasting and things like that. Just as a heads-up, there might be a little more shuffling and some, uh, you know, awkward moments. Just, uh, just so you know. Let's get things started. <laughs> oh, and I guess I stay here. Thirty-three solar orbits ago, a rogue AI deleted seventy-one percent of all crypto memes. The space stock market crashed, and panic rippled across the galaxy. In a rare moment of desperation, I took out a small private loan that came with, frankly, usurious interest rate. Under normal circumstances, I would never do such a thing, but I was in dire need of liquidity to shore up Great Uncle Frenchable's ham shandy cannery. The market recovered, but Frenchable's franchise never did. All related documents were destroyed when one of the hard ham distillation tanks exploded thanks to a totally unforeseeable malfunction and the whole concern was reduced to ashes. The insurance payout was supposed to remunerate the loan originator, one Mr. James Goomblatz, but apparently the check bounced because I was recently visited by a pair of his representatives. I was shown the original agreement, the current outstanding balance after interest, and some medical diagrams of alternate payment methods, which, let me tell you, are less than desirable. <laughs> <sighs> Why don't you just pay off the loan? You have craploads of credits, mountains of mammon, dunes of doubloons. This concept is likely beyond the reckoning of your prodigal pea brain, but no fortune is limitless. Especially when under assault by the supreme deity we call compound interest. Can we compound this conversation? My interest is declining. I've no time for your japes, Caesar. If I do not pay Mr. Goomblatz by the end of the lunar cycle, I will be, let us say, indefinitely indisposed, and thus unable to facilitate your squander-bound trust fund disbursements. Well, surely you can set up recurring transfers via that Holopad app, Sendmo? I use it all the time to pay stripper, I, I mean skippers. You know, boat captains. I am an avid fisherman. I have seen the receipts, Caesar, and I am sure you have caught plenty of crabs. I appreciate your concern for my life, by the way. Let me try to crystallize the situation for you. If you do not find a way to pay Mr. Goomblatz this month, no more allowance, no more space mega yacht, no more skippers. I am a rugged stoic. I can do without. No more fancy cocktails. I will find this money. 
That is what I thought. Thankfully, I have a plan. How much do you owe? We need a plan. Do not worry about the amount. I have a plan. A heist, perhaps. We'll need a man on the inside, you son of a bitch. Quiet, Caesar. I shall tell you the plan. Ooh, a search for the lost treasure of an infamous thief, you son of a bitch. For the... For the love of Glob, Caesar, I am trying to explain. I know we inherit a massive fortune from a long-lost relative, but only if we can stay in their creepy haunted mansion, you son of a bitch. Glob, damn it, Caesar, I have a bloody plan and that's not... Well, that actually is pretty close. You son of a bitch. I will cut you. Careful with those sewing pins, Aunt B. I can only handle so many pricks. That's what she... No, I will not stoop to your level. Stand up straight. This robe needs to look perfect. Then why are you making it? Can we not have QC print a fitting garment for me? No. Matterjet printers leave a data trail and QC's memory is subject to subpoena. If this impersonation is to work, it must be convincing and untraceable. Lucky for us, you bear a striking resemblance to our subject. Who am I supposed to be again? Nesta Bedamned. Is cursing him really necessary? We're already stealing his fortune. Bedamned is his surname. The Bedamned are old money. Very old money. They've been at the top of Fortunate Five Millions list of ultra-mega-stupid-rich since the beginning of recorded history. Well, I have never heard of them. Perhaps because they have never been featured in the Space Gentleman's Quarterly Celebrity Side Boob Nipple Slip Hollow Blast Semi-Annual Semi-Manual. You read the SGQCSBNSHBSASM? Only because you are leering at one right now, and it is in the way you lettuce leapt on. Put it down, stand up straight, and keep memorizing your backstory. <sighs> Fine. Who are you? Nestor Bedamned, heir to the Bedamned fortune and long-lost brother of Mucus Bedamned. Munez. Gesundheit. Munez. Munez Bedamned, the patriarch of the Bedamned household. His brother Nestor mysteriously vanished 20 years ago. This is life or death. Caesar, have you listened to anything I've told you? Everything with rapt attention. But let us pretend I have not, and just repeat the important bits. <sighs> Fine. As boys, Nestor and Munas, the bedamned brothers, were thick as thieves... They begrudgingly fulfilled the expectations of high-society youths, but preferred to roam the swamps of their home planet Shostakovich, often sneaking their favorite slimy creatures into formal events to terrorize the uptight guests. Nice! Approximately 20 years ago, Nestor mysteriously disappeared. There was a massive search to no avail. The family was devastated. Very nice! What? Caesar, put down the damned hollow blast! Anything you say, Auntie. What are we doing? Caesar Hidalgo, Ulysses Gigapenny Salamander! You will be the death of me. Literally! Now, no 
plan. We drop you on the bedamned doorstep and pretend you have total amnesia. Just play dumb. Piece of cake. Precisely. Just remember, you will ostensibly be reconnecting with your long-lost family, but you must gain access to the bedamned vault and bring one of its treasures to me. Just one? Just one. The mouth of Plutus. What is the mouth of Plutus? An ancient artifact rumored to be the foundation of the whole bedamned fortune. It is said the mouth of Plutus can produce an infinite quantity of any precious substance. We are going to borrow it, clear my debt, and then return it to the bedamned vault. Return it? That is correct. These may be desperate measures, but when desperate times have passed, I shall not live my life as a leech wastefully clinging to someone else's nest egg. I see. That would be pathetic. Indeed. What? <sighs> One last thing. It is time to shave your head. No, 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 no. My hair is the basis of my entire look. It took ages to get it right, and there's already a draft in here. <sighs> it is done. Thank goodness for Gentleman Jolak's old-fashioned automatic straight laser shavers. What? No, dear Glob, what have, what have you done? Get in the shuttle! And put down that damned hollow blast! signaled. Um, hello there. My, you are a tall fellow, and gaunt, but in a good way, like, like a sexy gaunt. Uh, please don't hurt me. May I help you? Ah, yes. My name is Seas- uh, Nestor. I do not remember anything. On God! Ha! Trudge! I heard the rusty door sound effect. Who is it? It is a Mr. Sinister. Just, uh, just Nestor. Ha! What does he want? Ha! I am battling my demons! Ha ha! What do you want, Mr. Nestor? I do not recall. Did you say Nestor? How dare you take my brother's name, you... Satan... Satan's tail. Nestor? My brother, is it really you? My name is Nestor... I have amnesia. The face, the robe, the beautifully dim-witted look in your eyes, it is you! Gone for so many years, now standing on my doorstep. Nestor, it is me, Munis, Munis Bedamned, your brother. Yes, I am definitely your brother. I, I mean, I can't remember anything, but it seems like I am really your brother, right? Yes, yes, come into my arms, my beanimish boy. Forgive my perspiration, my psychoanalyst told me to fence my demons. Or face my demons. But fencing doesn't do damage, so I assume she meant fence. Please, come in. Be careful not to cross the line of salt next to the pentagram. Not without a rapier, at least. <laughs> w would you like a rapier? I saved your old one. It still has toad venom on the tip. No, 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 
Oh, there will be time for that later. You must meet the family. Morbidia, Midweek, Thugland, Grandmamam, come here. Yes, my darling. Oh, my, my, who is this dull-eyed Dulce de Leche? I am overjoyed to introduce my long-lost brother, Nestor Bedam. Oh, Muniz, how grand. You finally found him. Pleased to meet you, mon beau-frère. Dull-eyed? Wow, that is a firm hug. <coughs> and a firm kiss on the cheek. Ooh, with tongue and teeth. She is a passionate woman. Aren't you, mi amara muerte? Oh, Muniz, it drives me crazy when you say that. <coughs> mi amara muerte. <coughs> <coughs> I hope this is important, Father. I just made a breakthrough in my research on motivational electrocution. Who's the lampshade with the vacant expression? Is there something wrong with my face? Nestor, this is my daughter, Midweek. Midweek, meet your uncle, my long-lost brother, Nestor be damned. Hello, uncle. Have you ever been electrocuted? I do not remember. Pity. Midweek, where is your brother Thuglin? He's unconscious in our workshop. It seems 220 volts is just beyond his motivational threshold. <laughs> you crazy kids. Get the smelling salts and fetch him to the dining hall. It is time for a celebration. Grandmamum? Yes, yes, keep your knickerbockers on. I'm coming. Are your joints acting up again? No, I was finishing up a hex for Beaky Trudman next door. She asked if I like my hairstyle and it sounded kind of bitchy, so she'll be pooping frogs for two weeks. <laughs> Who's the dim-looking dandy? He looks familiar. Seriously, is something wrong with my face? Grandmamum, this is my brother, Nestor. Lost and found, eh? Yes, isn't it grand? Eh... What's for dinner? I'm thinking Hexmex. T tonight, we eat everything. It shall be the greatest feast of all time. Welcome home, Nestor. Thanks. Ah! What is that? What did I just step on? The disembodied foot with the wiggling toes? Yeah! <laughs> well, it's that. Well, some would call that a pet. But to us, that is part of the family. Aren't you that? Aren't you just the best little part of the family? Yes, you are. Oh, that's my good that. Mm-hmm, cool. It's, uh, it's climbing my leg now. That's, that's cool. May I, uh, may I use the restroom? Of course. Trudge, please show him the way. That, heel. I told you not to call me until the job was done. Did you get the item? No, and I'm not going to. This menagerie of horrors is no place for a space gentleman. I tripped over a foot, Aunt Bertha Trude. A foot! I do not care if you tripped over a furlong. Get up and get me that statue. Do not call me again until it is in your hands. Aunt Bertha Trude, help. Blasted Alta Hades. Everything all right in there, Nestor? Did you fall in? <laughs> uh, 
Just kidding. There is a Kraken in the pipes, though, so be careful. Uh, all good, brother. Just, uh, just wishing I skipped that second chimichanga. Understood. Give him hell, kiddo. I'll give you a tour after you've slain the beast, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> do not fuck with the Kraken. You can do this, Caesar. You are strong, confident, and resourceful. You need nothing but your wits and will. <laughs> I need a drink. Huzzah! How's the Tom Collins? Good and strong, thank you. It does have a unique fermentation profile. Ah, uh, you noticed. We broke out the good stuff for you, hermano. It's very special reserve. 37 years old. It's a devil finding someone whose real name is Tom Collins and stuffing him into the gin barrel for each batch. <coughs> what an honor. One more, please. Trudge be a deer and fetch Nestor another TC. Here we are, the Badam family graveyard. Remember when we used to play hide and seek amongst these headstones? You always hid in the sarcophagus of the triple great grandpa Nephropothes. Smelled like a mummy for days. Is any of this jogging your memory? I am afraid not. Damn. Let's head inside and see if we can't shake something loose. I have an idea. Morbidia! Perfect timing, my dear. Could you show Nessie around a while? A while while I run and get our old batskin zoot suits? I think they are in the vault. I, I could come with you. Oh, nonsense. There is so much more to see. Oh, please, come with me. How can I say no? Your grip is very strong and sharp. This room was once a torture chamber. Iron maidens, stretching racks, the scorpion box. So many implements of fear and pain were used here. The dank walls absorbed a patina of blood and terror. Then we converted it into a rumpus room. What did you change? Nothing. That is, uh, that is nice. Ah! Oh, that? Get down! It is rude to tickle a guest, even if they are family. This way, Nestor. <sighs> this might be the longest spiral staircase I have ever climbed. I, <laughs> I mean, I do not remember anything. Uh, but this seems unnecessarily exhausting and damp. Mm, isn't it enchanting? The architect wanted to add a hover lift, but he slipped and fell down the entire staircase. It took over an hour. Did he live? Oh, we're here. Grandma Mum's reading room. Reading? There's only one book. The Bedamned Grimoire. <laughs> Where did you come from? The shadows. It's where I like to nap and creep. Would you like a reading? No, uh, thank you. I'm more of a spaceport paperback thriller type, and I do not recognize these symbols. 
And the book is gnashing its teeth. Oh no, laddie. Reading that book would painfully warp you into a malformed, unholy, and disgusting hell beast of unimaginable evil with an unceasing hunger for the blood of the innocent. As fun as that sounds, we haven't time, and I don't want you bogarting my innocent's blood. Aw, shucks. I mean a psychic reading. Sit down at this table made of leg bones. Oh, I'm good. I hope not, Morbidia. Please, Nestor, I insist. How can I resist when you so politely clench my shoulders in your clawed and vice-like grip? That's my boy. I just need one lock of hair. I am bald. Not completely. Oh dear, ouchie. Got it? All I need now is one tooth. Ouchie. And one finger. No, please. Well, I didn't know you needed a finger to do a reading, Grandma Mum. I don't... This is for another thing. Oh, Grandma Mum. As much as I love a good digital download, dinner will be ready soon and he'll need to use chopsticks. Fine, then. Sit still and clear your mind. Empty it of all thoughts. It may take a little while. Done. Wow. Okay, here we go. Ancient spirits of the great beyond, rise from your dark slumber and make me your vessel of truth, that we may reveal the deepest secrets of our newfound family member. Um... Shush. Great old ones, nightmare demons of deadly strength, open your vengeful, all-seeing eyes and let us gaze into the very soul of the man before me. I summon thy sight and thy power. Um. Oh, be quiet. This is the best part. I am Shesbeth Sathanis. How dare you awaken me from my slumber? I just got back to sleep. Oh, great Shesbeth, tell us the story of our newest guest. His disappearance, his time of absence, his discovery. What does your omniscience inform? I should go now. No, no. Shesbeth hasn't visited in years, and they're here just for you. Let's listen. Oh, is that all? A 20-year biography of this bald blockhead? Why must you entitled little shits waste my time with, hey, you owe me a favor? Remember the king's ring thing? You just wanted the finger, maybe, but I could have kept the ring and made you work for me. I would have so much dirt on that beaky trudeman right now. (sighs) Fine. Fine, this dumb-looking guy. He's been awash in liquor for several decades, nursed along by an overtaxed animunculus, achieving nothing of note and forming no meaningful bonds. Oh, you poor thing. Hey, I, I did all kinds of, uh, nothing. I remember nothing. He was brought here by an interplanetary investor hoping to secure a large quantity of Midweek? What are you doing? Shazbeth! Shazbeth! Damn it, we lost the connection! Oh, look what you've done, Midweek. We were learning all about your uncle, and now Shazbeth is gone and Nestor is unconscious. And he peed on my pentagram. 
He's not who he says he is. Oh, what do you mean, darling? I found a video of him on Galactic Talk. What is that? It sounds evil. It is. But not in a fun way. Look. I'm the weird dance guy! It was posted by a user named at cutieedgytesty with the hashtag SpaceLordSalamander added again. SpaceLord who? I discovered that at cutieedgytesty follows a Twitster user named at sexyspacelord whose bio says SpaceLord Caesar Salamander. I have his feed pulled up in my crystal ball right now. Seems like a real douche. It's possible that this salamander is just a foolish drunk who happens to look like Nestor. I don't think so. His Twitster feed keeps mentioning a Berthatrude. I heard him say that same name in the bathroom. You listened to our guest in the bathroom? Yes. Why? I wanted to hear the Kraken freestyle rapping. It is getting pretty good. Oh, I know. I know. I've heard the mixtape. That was still an invasion of privacy midweek. Go fetch Trudge and have him carry our guest to the dining room. I'll find Muniz and we can all talk about it there. I'll go get the scorpion box. Grandma, please. This is no time for fun and games. Who's playing games? If we're doing an interrogation, I'll need a snack. Nestor, wake up. Huh? His name is Salamander. We don't know that yet. Midweek, where is your brother Thuglin? <sighs> He's still unconscious. I tried increasing the voltage, but he just lay there, lazy bones. Whoever you are, wake up! I don't have much time left. Oh, Grandmama, are you ill? Do I look ill? Space PD Small Towns Division is on in 20 minutes, and I forgot to set the DVR in my crystal ball. Hello? Where am I? Do you know who you are? I am... not sure. Do you know who I am? You are... my, my brother. Muniz! Muniz Bedamned! I... I am Nestor Bedamned! This is our mansion on the planet Shostakovich! This... This is my family. He's lying. We should up the voltage till he cracks. There's no time. Throw him to the Kraken and be done with it. Save me a finger, though. Well, there is no need for violence, ladies. Muniz, may I take him to the rumpus room and help him unwind? Everyone, please settle down. All right, fellow, here's the video, the Twitster feed, and the recording from the bathroom. What do you have to say for yourself? That's not me. Liar! I, I mean, it, it was me. But I wasn't myself. I, I remember a life of hollow pursuits, pretending to be important, but feeling like an imposter. This Berthatrude woman must have kidnapped me as a boy and raised me as her own. I feel like a fog has been lifted from my mind. If you were kidnapped by Berthatrude, why did she send you back here? She... She sent me to rob you, or, or burgle you, technically. Burgle us. 
She wants the mouth of Plutus, I guess to clear up some old debt she owed to James Goomblatz. I'm so sorry, brother, I would never betray this family. I was under her sway this whole time, but no more. I forgive you. You believe him? No, not the Nestor part at least. Nestor would note the mouth of Plutus was a rumor started by triple great-grandpa Nephropothes to conceal our true source of wealth, medicated undergarments. Also, Nestor could tolerate far more voltage. Oh, Muniz, I'm so sorry you must be without your brother still. What shall we do with this stranger? Electrocution. Rumpus room! I don't care, just save me a finger! Please, beloved family, I have made up my mind. No harm shall come to this buffoonish dimwit or his conniving aunt. Aww. Pity. I know, I know. But I've had dealings with Jim Goomblatz. He's a notorious asshat who owes our family quite a few credits. It will be more fun to watch his face when I ring him up and tell him to let these plebeians off the hook, kneecaps intact. Really? Some kinds of torture are even sweeter than the scorpion box. You know, these could really use some sugar. Go ahead, Salamander. Call your Berthatrude and give her the news. Do you understand? I do. You better have some good news. I, I do. And? I remember everything. I'm the real Nestor Bedamned, and I shall hear no more of your lies, Aunt Bertha Trude. Wait. What? Muniz explained everything. It took a jolt from my sweetest niece midweek to clear my mind. But clear it is. Your spell is broken. That's not what I said. All those years you manipulated me, making me drink and carouse, act like a fool, embarrassing myself, wearing those ridiculous clothes, the desperate, pathetic attempts at validation, the claim to be a space gentleman. This is over now. I have a new family, my old family, the bedamned family. That is not your situation at all. It is time for all new adventures. They'll be creepy and kooky, mysterious, and... Thank you, Midweek. Is he dead? That? Stop humping the corpse. Hey, hello? Hello? C Caesar, are you there? Bertha True, this is Muniz Bedamned. <sighs> Did you kill my nephew? I, I mean... I mean, I have no idea who this is. It's all right. I am aware of your ruse and your debt to Jim Goomblatz. Both are forgiven, so long as you stay out of our business, his business, and the medicated undergarment business, capiche? Ah, yes. Thank you. Oh, Muniz, you are so sweet, I could just die. Well, if you did, I'd take up necromancy again. <laughs> Come to me, Amwara Muerte. Oh, you know it makes me crazy when you call me that. Amwara Muerte. Well then, uh, goodbye. I'm going upstairs to watch SPD STD. Huh? Mm, where am I?
everyone, and welcome to this special Halloween presentation of You Got Murdered, Bitch, the number one true crime podcast in this sector of the Milky Way. I'm Janice. Oh, my space god, and I'm Rebecca. Oh, my space god. Girl, look at you. I know. You are looking so hot. It's a new sweater. <gasps> oh, my space god, because it's sweater, sweater weather. I am so ready to talk to you about this week's murder. But first, you know what we need to talk about. Rosé! Yes, bitch. Tonight, I'm drinking a sexy little bev from Camellia Lutz's celebrity vineyard, Chris Daly Farms, called Pinking Problem. And I'm draining this delicious little number called Pank from Scarin's Vines on one of the moons of Sacramento. I love rosé. Oh, my space god, I know. Almost as much as I love murders. <laughs> and, like, definitely more than I love Tony. Hey, babe. Hey, baby. Oh, my space god. So, listeners, you all know Tony, Jonas's hubby, and also our sound editor, editor and our producer. Say hi, Tony. Hey. Oh, my god. I love him. Tony is so great. Like, you are so lucky. <sighs> But we have to talk about this week's murder. Yes, I am so excited. Bitch, there is no way you're as excited as I am. Um, I definitely am. No way. Fine. We're both excited. There is nothing hotter or more exciting than murder. Oh, my space god. I know. Okay, so let's tell them. Okay, uh, just a second. My space god, that is so good. Former reality show stars are like vintner geniuses, I swear. So, you are never gonna believe this, guys, but we're recording tonight from a haunted space station. Yes, bitch! So, tons of you have been asking us when we were going to get to the case we're talking about this week. Get excited. You all, you've all heard the stories about Cromulix 9, the insanely haunted space station first built 300 years ago by the Grufson mining company. So creepy. And of course, there was that movie they made like a decade ago. Yeah. But the real story is like so much darker than the film that's on. They had to cut like two and a half hours off the runtime due to the ratings board and a couple of bad test screenings. Did you see that petition for them to release the director's version? I hear it's 14 hours long and so much grittier. Uh, I already signed it. Come on, release the Sedna cut. Yes, I cannot wait for all the blood. Don't forget the unhinged chaotic violence. Yeah, some beings got real messed up here. Okay, so like the big news. Yes. Guess where we are. We're on the space station. Where it all happened. Oh, oh my, my space, space god. god. 
So for tonight's super special ep, we're going to take you, our sexy murder fans, right into the heart of the deadliest mining space station slash sleepaway camp in the Morbius asteroid cluster, where we will tell you the real story of the Morbhead murders. We've got our refills and our backup oxygen, and Tony just beamed us down into the space station's front lobby, which is, like, super dated. Right? I think my mom had this flooring in their cabana on Titan, like, a thousand years ago. So, 90s. I would not want to be murdered here. Right? Oh, my space god. We have to do an episode about the best murder locations. Like, the hottest places to get murdered? Yeah. Like, if you're going to get murdered anyway, why not have it be someplace amazeballs? Thank you! Girl, you always know exactly what I'm thinking. Mm, okay, so, the story. Rebex, I'm gonna let you set it up. Yay! Okay, okay, okay. The year is 2793. Gobulus Pazal has just been elected Chancelloid of the Ophias system. Jodhpurs are back in fashion and hotter than ever. Everybody is jamming out to visualize Wyvern's hit single, Electromagnetic. Such a banger. People are still saying banger, re-ironically, which is like when something was earnest and then it was ironic and then it wasn't and then it was again. And here on the Cromulox 9 Mining Outpost, the annual summer sleepaway career camp for hot teens who want to be space miners is in full swing. Girl, did you ever go to a summer camp? I did space soccer camp like every year in high school. And you never got murdered? <laughs> God. Anyway, the summer sleepaway career camp for hot teens who want to be space miners is like a huge thing. Because mining is such a huge career path in space for some reason, the sleepaway camp is the sleepaway camp is always fully booked. And this year 2793. Yeah, 2793, there are six teens coming to camp whose lives would be forever changed. Well, ended. Yeah, that's a kind of forever change. Okay, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> These six hot teens. Najla, Najla Jemison, Kelvin Kerp Catrick, Troy Martinez, Peter Parker, Emily Favlova, and Ness Lachlan. Would be murdered. Like to death. Sexy! <laughs> Super weird that one of them was named Peter Parker, right? Why? Uh, never mind. Anyway. The six of them found themselves caught up in a web of mayhem and violence that they never could have expected. Their last nights in space were spent desperately trying to escape what fate had in store for them. But... They didn't. And like... Honestly, what did they expect? The Morbius asteroid cluster is well known to be one of the top 10 most haunted celestial zones in all of known space. And they were at a sleepaway camp. I know, right? Like, come on. Anyway, they all got super murdered, and we're here to check out where it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. 
excited because this is like the biggest mass murder we've had since our first season. Right? I am so glad we got here before those fletch heads at Murder She Drank. I hate them. Their podcast is so store brand. I know. They don't understand murder like we do. Okay, but back to like our murders for this week. Okay, but like real quick, and I'm so sorry, but we have to cut to an ad from our show sponsors. Tony, can you like cue the ad up? I, I put them in later. What? I, I edit it. I edit them in later, babe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello out there, my scintillating sex-positive sluts, my thirst-trapping thoughts, my goth girlfriends of varying titty size. It is I, Madame Tumescent, and it is time again for the Hot-tober Super Sale at Madame Tumescent's Erotic Costume Shop. Madame Tumescent's Erotic Costume Shop has everything from elegant All Hallows evening gowns. Oh, class. To self-twerking haunted thongs. Get ass. Thank you, Grackle. Everyone loves a spooky, sexy mashup. You can get overpriced cat ears and cheap lingerie at holiday cash grab pop-ups inside any old abandoned sporting goods store. But at Madame Tumescent's erotic costume shop, you get film quality full body appliances and makeup to create hyper real gory dismemberment and decay accented by adorable vintage garters, stockings, and bustiers. Ooh la la. Thank you, Grackle. Check out this tiny top hat and tailcoat, perfect for a luscious lion tamer. Well, guess what, you sexy circus freak? It comes with four deep bloody gashes to completely disfigure your face and a real dangling eyeball. Here, kitty kitty. Meow. Thank you, Grackle. This zombie nurse outfit is sure to get all the flatliners beeping again. White mini dress with red lowercase t on the bust, sexy little nurse's hat, and half the flesh melted off of your body, tattered skin scraps unable to hide the decaying viscery that ought, viscera that ought not to be seen. Paging Dr. McSteamy. I wish I could afford health insurance. Yeah, I didn't invent HMOs, Krakow. We'll talk about it next quarter. Which reminds me, the fun doesn't have to end on All Saints Day. Madame Tumescent's erotic costume shop has sexy attire for every holiday. Turkey costumes with the gizzard hanging out. Santa Claus skeletons. Nightmare Demon Easter Bunny. It's just a regular Easter Bunny costume. Come on down to Madame Tumescent's erotic costume shop where we've got you covered almost year-round. The pumpkin spice condoms are only available September through January. Delish. Thank you, Grackle. Hey, you. 
Are you looking forward to Halloween this year? Heck yeah, I'm going to Brachel's this year. That party is always hecka tight. Fuck that shit. Brachel's never gonna fuck you and her parties are mediocre at best. Well, I guess I don't know where else to go. Well, I'm glad you asked. It was really more of a statement. This year, the hottest Halloween party is a bish bash. Abyss bash. 28-22. Abyss? You mean like a party near those caves we're not supposed to go in? Not just near, Bromigo. This year, we're going all the way in. Abyss Bash 2822 is happening at the heart of the cave systems the man doesn't want you visiting. The man doesn't want you having the best time of your whole fucking life. We've got alcohol, sponsored by New Old New Amsterdam. We've got DJ Zoom Zoom. We've got the Vodkini Gals Go-Go dancing all night long. We've got the Abyss Creature. We've even got foam. What was that about the abyss creature? When it gets close to midnight, the abyss creature is going to emerge from a thousand year slumber for a special DJ set that no one will ever forget. It plays music? It's not gonna, like, just eat everyone, is it? Either way, it's gonna be one sick party you do not want to miss. I'm a little concerned about the abyss creature still. It's an honor to be consumed by the abyss creature as it wakes from its thousand year slumber to begin a brand new reign of terror across the sector. It is the raddest of experiences to be the first flesh it feasts on as it brings the dawn of a new era of darkness and suffering. Did I mention the foam? Why? Um, why are people doing this? It's gonna be sick. <laughs> but... Reign of Terror? I did mention the Vodkini Girls, right? And the new old New Amsterdam alcohol sponsorship? And the moment when we disrobe and begin the orgy to honor the fallen ones just before the Abyss Creature's mind-blowing DJ set? Orgy, huh? An orgy of great music, great drinks, hot babes of every kind, and awesome Halloween vibes. And then, Reign of Terror. You got it. It's time to fucking party. Are you in? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. That's what I'm talking about, bro Migo. This Halloween, we usher in a new era of terror. Abyss Bash 2822. A party you like you've never experienced. Come to me.